Good morning. The recovery effort following the fatal chopper crash on Melville Island off Darwin could take a number of days. Three people were killed and 20 others were injured. Five remain in a serious condition in hospital. The US Embassy in Australia has released a statement overnight sending condolences to the families of victims and thanking the ADF and the first responders. How the incident occurred remains under investigation. Acting Queensland Premier Stephen Miles has played down reports of disunity within Labor ranks following speculation that party figures were urging Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk to resign. It comes as a close legal confidant of the Premier lashes recent youth justice laws. Former Court of Appeal President Margaret McCurdo pleading for the state government to, quote, abandon the madness and reverse the rushed policies, which could see children as young as 10 kept in watch houses indefinitely. A man has walked away uninjured after losing control of his car and crashing into two parked vehicles in Western Sydney overnight. It happened at around 10pm in Schofields, the man allegedly failing a roadside breath test. The 40-year-old was assessed by paramedics before being taken to hospital for mandatory testing. All three vehicles were significantly damaged and are expected to be written off. Nobody else was injured. The Prime Minister will meet with his Cabinet in Perth today as he makes a vital campaign stop to shore up support for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. Despite recent polling indicating otherwise, he says the voice can win in the state. Yeah, he does, Jody. He says he's absolutely convinced that West Australians can be persuaded to vote yes at the referendum. A touring mining giant Rio Tinto's operations in the Pilbara yesterday, uh, one of many resource companies to throw their support behind an Indigenous voice to Parliament. The Prime Minister uh, says the feedback he's receiving from volunteers out door-knocking is that people are responding positively when they're asked about the voice, again repeating his argument that this is about listening to First Nations people and about how much Australia has matured as a nation. He says that we are the only former colony which is not formally recognised Indigenous people, that Canada did it last century and New Zealand the century before. And while the no camp is gaining momentum across the country, the yes campaign is really ramping up. So far, it's recruited more than 27,000 volunteers who are targeting the 4.5 million undecided voters who will be crucial to claiming victory. Now, Mr Albanese and his ministers will hold a cabinet meeting in Perth today before he then travels to Adelaide on Wednesday to officially announce the date for the referendum. And that is widely tipped to be the 14th of October. Jody. Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. Two Australian tourists are in a Croatian hospital after falling 10 metres from a cliff in Dubrovnik. It's believed the couple was leaning against a wall when they lost their balance. The 34-year-old man is in a serious condition after undergoing surgery. The 26-year-old woman is in a critical condition in intensive care. Checking Monday's weather now, a shower or two developing in Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Partly cloudy, 21 the top in Sydney. Showers developing, heading for 17 in Canberra. Partly cloudy, 18 in Melbourne. Partly cloudy, 17 in Hobart. Adelaide, partly cloudy, a top of 21 degrees. Perth, partly cloudy, 22. And Darwin, sunny and 34 degrees.